Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast with me, the Dolly Dropper, James Hurl, Mr. Birmingham League Ton, Andy Harrison, Jamie Martindale, and the King of the Hoppers, Joss Elliott. For your latest dose of all things Shropshire Cricket. Okay, and welcome back to episode 18 of the Cow Corner podcast and a brand new segment which we're going to be doing throughout the week uh, during this isolation period. Uh, something that we're going to be calling My Best Eleven. And we thought we'd start it off with a regular on the podcast and one of the, our new hosts. Uh, someone who's been around the scene and what the idea is, is we're going to start with this certain person and then what we're going to do from there is we're going to go around and we're going to get your suggestions of who you'd like to get involved and uh, get to know a little bit about their cricket career and the best players that they've played with. So tonight we start with a cricketer who's played for Shrewsbury, Acton Reynolds, Grasshoppers, Shelton, Kund, Sentinel and in Australia for Heelsville. He's played over 15 years in Shropshire cricket, scoring 4,655 runs, amassing 595 wickets with 25 wicket hauls. With the bat, he's got 13 50s and one infamous Birmingham League ton. Tonight's special guest, yes, you've guessed it, it's one Andrew Harrison. How are we, Andy? Hello, James. How are you doing? Good, good. Great to have you on. And uh, yeah, well, we thought we'd start close to home and uh, something that, you know, we've had a few uh, a few listeners ask for and uh, something that, you know, you yourself actually kind of thought was quite a good idea. So yeah, um, welcome to kind of your your brainchild. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think this could be something quite interesting to start as something, uh, you know, nice for the podcast. And uh, if we can get plenty of people from Shropshire to join in and it's going to be a quite interesting listen I'm sure. Mm. 
So we've reeled off some of the teams that you've gone that you've played for, um, starting your career in Shrewsbury before moving to Acton Reynold. Um, yep. Was that much of a big decision? Uh, well, I, unfortunately, I never really got a chance at Shrewsbury because there was a wealth of talent at the club. Mm. Um, you know, I grew up with the likes of Jack Chantry and I was in the same age group. Um, mm. You know, there were some good good youngsters and, you know, I didn't get my chance to play in the third. So I decided mm. to move on to Acton Reynolds. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a good move at the time, really. Got me some cricket. Yeah. And then after after there, for, you went on to Kund and then on to... Uh, well, Shelton, and then where you are now? Oh no, sorry, have I got that the wrong. Well, no, way? it was, it was, yeah, it was Shelton. Shelton after Acton Reynolds. I, I wanted to, I wanted to push myself. I was only eighteen, and uh, I wanted to move into the prem and and just give it a go, really. And I gave it a go. I enjoyed it, um, but I moved on a year later, actually, uh, and and settled in at Kun really well, and had a, a lovely eight years at Kun. Mm. And then found yourself now at uh, Sentinel, uh, where you are. Yeah, cracking. Yeah, Great, I'd, yeah. I'd a re- really good three years at Sentinel. So, yeah, really enjoying it. Very much a part of the fabric at Sentinel. Now, the, the first question that I want to ask is, of all these teams that you've played for, who would you say, well, what is the best team? Not, not necessarily like, you know, the best banter, but the kind of most success, maybe. I don't know. However you want to word it, really. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, um, obviously I've loved playing for every club i played for. Um, but Grasshoppers has been the club that really... Uh, gave me the links to to most of the clubs I've played for, really. Um, I, I never played for Grasshoppers when I was at Reynolds. Um, and I went there, Keith Yap grabbed me, put me under his wing and said, you come to offers, you'll win things. And we've won absolutely everything we can. Um, and, and, you know, uh, I, I owe a lot to him, really, because I would never have played for Kund if I didn't play for Hoppers. I'd have never played for Sentinel. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been a great club for me, really. Yeah, really good. A really good club. And, uh, well, I, I haven't joined, but I'm kind of part of the Sunday team. And, yeah, it's, 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 it's really great times. And you meet, I think one of the benefits of Grasshoppers, isn't it, is that you meet a variety of people. How much, uh, how much of an influence has that had on your cricketing career? You've mentioned, obviously, that it's got you into these clubs, but in a wider spectrum. Yeah, it's, uh, honestly, it's been fantastic. And, yeah, as I say, we've achieved so much at the club and we keep achieving and we're getting stronger and stronger and yeah, it's great. And some of the players I will probably be naming in my uh, future uh, team on this. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be a few Grasshoppers players in there. And a few good tours with the old Hoppers and... Uh, uh, and Malta, Malta's, Malta and Magaluf were phenomenal, yeah, brilliant tours. <laughs> some stories, I bet, on those. Oh, so, you mentioned, you mentioned Keith Yap, um, but... Apart from himself, uh, who would you say has been the best captain in your in your time in Shropshire cricket? Um, well, it's hard to pick one. Um, all of them have been fantastic. I had a great time under all of them. Uh, but one that stood out really was uh, Matt Jones from Kund. Uh, just an absolute leader. And I, I've always looked up to him, no matter what. Every, every time I see him, I give him a big arg. I, I miss the guy. Um, he was a, a great leader on the pitch, knew your cricket inside out, and he, he really pushed me. If, if I bowled a bad over, bang, I was off. He was he was a fantastic uh, captain. Another one I'd like to mention is Ian Ramsey. Actually, um, he's the one that dragged me into the first team. I was only uh, I was only young at Acton Reynolds. I was probably about I'd say fourteen or fifteen, and mm. uh, and he gave me my first real chance of a good competitive level of cricket. So, yeah, I, I owe a lot to him. But, yeah, Matt Jones, I'd say, is the main man. 
You've played a, a number of different clubs and another number of different kind of standards. Obviously, as you've grown up, you've progressed. Um, did you notice much difference in the captaincy styles? Yeah, every captain's different. You've got to learn off all of them. I mean, um, Ed, uh, Ed Ashley and I currently um, play for at Sentinel. His field positioning's absolutely fantastic. He's on the ball non-stop and he'll give you a telling off if you're, you know, a yard out of place. He will move you. Um, where other captains are a bit more laid back and let you crack on. Um, yeah, and so, I mean, some are brutal, some are put their arm around you. They're all different, every single one, yeah. Oh, fantastic. So, what we're going to move on to now is the moment that I think most people will be looking forward to, and uh, let's get into it. So, Andy Harrison, this is your best 11. Okay, so we'll start at the top and we'll work our way down. So you've always got to set a good foundation when setting a score and it comes no better than when you're starting with your opening batsman. So who are going to be your opening pair, Andy? Um, it, this is probably oh, one of the hardest parts of this because, uh, I mean, I played at Shelton with the likes of Neil Salisbury and Graham, Graham Trowett couldn't. Uh, Matthew Boswell, you know, some great openers, but of. have uh, I've had a real good think and I've gone for Malcolm Surplett, who was 100% going to be in my team, whether he batted one or 11, it didn't matter. It is a bloke I really admire in cricket. Mm. Um, just, I mean, when I was a kid growing up, looking at him as a cricketer, he was the bloke I wanted to play in the same team as I can't, I, you know, I'm shocked really. I ended up playing with him as a youngster. I always looked up to him. So yeah, with the utmost admiration, I've, uh, I've definitely got to have Malin. And the other one, I've gone with Matt Jones. Um, again, just his leadership uh, was fantastic. And I thought about it and I've gone for a right-hand, left-hand opening pair. Mm. Um, Matt Jones' strengths, the cut shot, best cut shot I've ever seen. Um, you know, and he was, a, he was a phenomenal player and he played for Shropshire. And you know, he, was a, he was a very good cricketer. And as I say, his knowledge is, is key for a team. Mm. A really good opening pair and Mal Serplet as well, a, a player who in recent times, well, last season found himself up and down the order. It's that, you know, is that just due to the strength of the batting talent that you have at Sentinel, would you say? Yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't want to be Ed Ashton, i tell you that now. He, uh, he has to pick from such a strong squad uh, of players and uh, yeah, it, sometimes you have to tinker, sometimes you just have to stick with it. I, I don't know what he's going to do this season, but for me, I mean, I think Mal is best having 50 overs to bat. So that's why I've picked him as my opener, really. Mm. Okay, so now we move on to the next two positions and two, uh, well, the main key positions, really, I'd say, in a batting lineup. And some places that, you know, there is a lot of debate on where the best batsman bat, but it tends to be in this 3 4 position, most people would say. And uh, Andy, who have you gone for? I've gone for uh, my, my, my best buddy. Um, I've got to have him in there, uh, but Joey App at number three. I thought uh, I just think, just then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I just think through um, all my cricket, I've played with Joe for a long, long time now. He's always been a, a player at number three. He's always been very consistent um, and also gives you a great spinner as well, a great option with the ball. But yeah, I, I couldn't pick anyone else bar Joe at number three. Um, my number four, I've gone for a lad with literally freakish ability he's, mm. he's such a natural talent and he's got the best hands in Shropshire cricket in Jamie Weir um, I just think he adds such oh, 
devastation at number four. Mm. Uh, and he's done a great job for, for Sentinel. So I have gone with two Sentinel boys there. So, uh, yeah, I, I think them two definitely, definitely deserve their place in the team. Mm. Interested to pick up on Joey App as someone who you've kind of grown up grown up with, so to speak, through the Grasshoppers, Kund, and now Sentinel era. How would you say he's developed alongside yourself in the in the years that have been? Well, again, he gets his competitive edge from Grasshoppers. Um, you know, he's he's definitely a leader in that. Uh, he was a very good captain as well at, at Kund for a few years. But yeah, me me and Joe just played together for years, and I I it's it's really strange playing in a team without him these days. So mm. uh, yeah, he's. Uh, but he's a he's a talent. He's got better and better through the years, and I think when he became captain of Kun was when he really pushed on and uh, improved how good he really is. So yeah, a top star, player. Yeah, I can't I can't really deny about those ones. And uh, now we move on to the middle order. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And uh, well, what 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 are we going for here? Are we going for big hitting, are we, Andy? What have you gone for in this in this middle order? Well, I've actually gone for um, obviously five. I'm going to go for the freak. I'm going to go for Craig Zimmer Heath. Um, he is just, as I say, a freak. Um, he looks susceptible early on, but if he gets past that ten balls, he is just as destructive as anyone. Um, I've I've never seen a bloke hit a ball like him. Uh, some of the shots he plays, the reverse sweeps. I think midweek last year, I was um, I had the pleasure of being captain of him in the midweek, and he played. I think it must have been about twelve reverse it reverse sweeps, and he hit eleven of them for six. So uh, mm. he's he's a phenomenal player. Um, and then I gone for a, a young man in Jack Edwards at number six, and I mean Jack Edwards could bat from one to six, no problem for anyone, any team. Um, but he's a guy, again, just he, just he just scores runs for fun, really. And again, a talent with the ball as well. So I've got a lot of all-rounders in this team, really. So mm. it's, uh, it's, it's very strong, yeah. <laughs> to have Jack at six in any team is oh, brilliant. So, and yeah, he's Schiffnell and Shropshire player. Mm. Yeah, you definitely you definitely got quite a nice balance there. I think at the top, obviously, with you, you know your stroke players like Joe Yap and your Weir and uh, well Mal, I guess, and then you're kind of going into your Zimmers and well, I mean Zimmer. The first time I'd heard about him, but when you actually see him hit some of them shots, it's just another thing entirely, isn't it? Yeah, he's developed a sort of hockey shot in cricket, and it's it's phenomenal. If if it was an international cricketer, you could sort of look at and say that could be Zimmer. 
it would be some of the shots that A.B. de Villiers plays. Very mm. wristy and flicks a lot. Yeah, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. But as I say, with, with that order, you know, if, if you lost early wickets in that order, Jack Edwards could float up to four and Jamie Weir and Zimmer could come in later. So, you know, it's, it's a very flexible order. So. so now we go on to the Glovemen. And yep. you've picked him to go at seven. Obviously, you could have you could have gone yep. anywhere in the order, but you've gone for seven. Who who have you gone for your wicketkeeper? Again, a man that could bat anywhere, and I've uh, I've gone for Darren Bullock. Um, played for Grasshoppers back in the day when I first come into midweek, and honest to God, his glove work was absolutely sensational. And he used to open the batting, and I've never seen a bloke play in the V as well as this bloke. Mm. He was. Phenomenal, and I never forget playing a game at uh, Rochester in the the Cup final evening league. And he pulled a hamstring, and uh, I remember Troy was captain, and he said, uh, "Darren, do you want to uh, do you want to give this a miss? You know, this game at the top of the order." He went, "No." Graham was like, well, "You got an injury though." But we had a strong side, the likes of Matty Boswell and Sean McCarthy, all there waiting in the wing to have a bat. He went, "No, I'm opening." And he scored a 76, and I, I swear down, <laughs> they're all boundaries. There was not one single in there. And, uh, yeah, it was just, just phenomenal to watch him strike a ball. Yeah, sounds it. So now what we're going to do is we're going to move on, but we're going to go from the bottom up. So we're going to start with your opening bowlers. We're going to go 11 and 10. Who are you going for your opening two? Uh, my opening two bowlers, I'm probably going to go for um, Alex Johnson. Um, who, back when we were at Kund, um, he was just an absolute dynamite. He was, he was sharp, he was quick, he got a lot of bounce. And a lot of teams we played against, he sort of he scared his opponents out. So, um, without a doubt, going back to the Kund days, he was, yeah, he was phenomenal. And, uh, you know, and now he's, he's had to learn a lot and, uh, and changes, he's changed his pace. He's not quite as quick as he used to be. But like last season, it, for Sentinel, he was absolutely superb. And yeah, he's, he's changed his game and he's developed his, uh, his bowling. And he's just a wicket machine, just an absolute mm. wicket machine. And his, um, uh, his partner, who you gone for there? Um, I've actually gone for Sam Griffiths from Shelton. Um, obviously, was very lucky to have a year playing with, uh, with Sam. Um, he was just superb and I saw him early days he was a couple of years younger than me he'd have only been 16 and he was an absolute talent then and he warranted a move to Shrewsbury and uh, he proved everyone how good he is he played for Shropshire and I think he won a couple of titles at Shrewsbury in the in the first 11 so uh, without a doubt he was a, one of the first names on the team sheet mm. Good. Interesting to see that you've gone for a friend of the podcast with the enemy of the podcast there opening up and uh... Who are your final two bowlers in at nine and ten? Uh, well, you, you've got to have a spinner in there. Um, I've obviously got Joe already as a spinner, but uh, I've gone for a very good friend of the podcast in Dom Bradburn. Um, Dom, again, just just a, a sensational player. Really enjoyed my time, um, especially playing at a higher level in, in the Birmingham League where he really proved how good he is. Uh, he's mm. always been a wicket machine, takes lots of wickets. Uh, but one thing with, with Dom is he's always, he's never afraid to give it air, never afraid to chuck it up there and say, go on, you know, smash me out the park. He sets fields right. And yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's a very good player to have. And 
yeah, he's he's very yeah, uh, he's very confident, which always helps. And uh, yeah, I've definitely gone for him. So uh, and the last, you've got one sorry, place sorry. heard. So I, I was just going to say, I was going to build it up a bit of tension for everyone who's listening. In. You've got <laughs> one place left. You played for so many clubs. A lot of people on edge. Who are you going to pick? Who's your final? Who's your final player? Well, I've gone for. I'd like to put myself in there, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, I've gone for Mr. Consistent and uh, someone with a great economy uh, because I've got my two strike bowlers in Sam Griffiths and Alex Johnson. So I've gone with Adam Williams of Kun CC. Um, cracking player. Um, was very happy um, to have him playing for us when I was captain. Um, mm. As I say, he was just such an easy player to have. He, he'd come on and bowl his 15-over spell for, for 30. He'd go for two and over. And, you know, and that's just what you need, a bit of stability. And he picks wickets up along the way. So I couldn't, uh, I couldn't not have him in my team. So, yeah. Yeah, so a, de- a decent 11 you got there. So just to roll it off, we started with our opening pair of Mal Serplet and Matt Jones. We then went to three and four. We got Joe Yap and Jamie Weir. Then at five and six, we've got Craig Zimmer-Heath, Jack Edwards. Then we've got Darren Bullock. And then we've got Don Bradburn, Adam Williams, Sam Griffiths, and Alex Johnson. So, um, of, of all that, there must have been some players who must have narrowly missed out. Oh, yeah. As I, as I said before, the likes of Troy, I mean, he could have easily been in there. Um, Neil Salisbury was another class act. Callum Marsh, Matt Boswell, um, Kev Heyman when I first came into Kun was was a fantastic bowler. Ian Middleton um, from uh, from Acton Reynolds days and Mike Bates was a, a class act, a wicketkeeper. Um, the likes of Dean Souter as well, and you know Eggsy, uh, Dave Laird. Um, he's another one that missed out really. So, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of cracking players I play with, and you know it, it's been very hard to pick this team, but. That's the team I, I, you know, really fought hard about and, and thought would uh, would be a hell of a side in the Shropshire Prem, I reckon. Mm, so you've, you've picked an 11 of the best players that you've played with, but out of all the players that you've played with or maybe played against, who do you think is the, who's got the most talent? Who's the one to watch that you would say? The one to watch? Um, as in future talent or in as in current talent? Uh, future. Um. I'd say, like I just said him, actually, um, I'd go with Dave Laird. Um, he's, um, he's a fantastic cricketer. He's really pushing himself. He's in the Shropshire squad, I think, this season, uh, if we get any cricket, obviously. Um, but he's someone that, yeah, he's, he's come on a lot. He went back to Newtown last year. Uh, didn't quite do as well as he'd it, it hoped. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd, like him to, um, I'd like him to do well this year. So he's, he's a definite one to watch, yeah. And uh, current one to watch, someone who you think is going to be well. If we make it this season, <laughs> who, who, who are you? Well, looking always looking at Zimmer Heath. To be honest with you, <laughs> he's yeah. the he's the main man for me. Yeah. And finally, in all of your seasons in the Shropshire League, what would you say is the biggest achievement that you've had? You've had promotions, you've had titles, you've had finals. Which one ranks up there as your favourite? Um, I think the trip to Lords was was my favourite. Um. You know, all, all over the last few years, me and Joe, um, we're very close. We always talk about it. Can we get there? Can we get there? And we finally got there last year. And, um, 
yeah, it was it was a great weekend away with the lads. You know, your best mates all together. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Um, but looking back, I mean, yeah, we've we've had a few good times. I mean, we made it through to the uh, the um, the cup final as a Shropshire League Eleven side um, a fair few years back, uh, led by Nick Evan, and that was a good achievement. And it was called the Kedrick Cup back then. Um, and yeah, that was a that was a good achievement as well. But Lords, yeah, Lords is is my my favourite one really. And uh, final question: What does the future hold? How how long do you think you're going to go on for? Where do you think you're going to go next? Well, I'd like to think I can uh, continue at, at Sentinel in the, in the first team and keep doing uh, the best I can for the team. Really, I'm, I'm very happy there. Um, yeah, you get you get offers here and there from from clubs. I've probably probably got a couple more years. Uh, Steaming in and bowling what I can, but uh, you know, I, I, I can't say I, I, you know, couldn't maybe one day, maybe you know, I can't really say the future, you just don't know, do you? Your future, you don't know what your future holds, so I look forward to it. Fantastic, Andrew Harrison, thank you very much. Pleasure, always a pleasure. Cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.